Water. It's essential to life, but it's also something that so many of us here in America take for granted. Imagine how different your life would be without access to clean water in your home. What if you had to walk to the nearest creek, stream, lake, or pond to get water? Suddenly, going to work and school wouldn't be an option because you and your children would have to spend your days collecting water. This is the day-to-day reality of most families living in the world's poorest countries. But what if I told you that you can change that reality for just pennies a day? Through our water projects, Food for the Poor is working to meet the need for water in 17 impoverished countries. But it won't happen without you. Incredibly, it only takes $15 to provide a child access to clean water for life. $15. Decades and decades of access to water for a child. Give the life-changing gift of water now. Just text USA Radio to 91999. Text USA Radio, all one word, to 91999. One. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com. With your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirk and Denise Dirks and Todd Cunin. By the way, they're hosts also. I just say I'm your host and we're your hosts. Uh, and Cal Hunter, our producer. You can call in at 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234, and uh, talk to us about anything you want to discuss that, that we're uh, looking at. Um, remember, we're not giving legal advice. Seek legal, uh, lo- uh, local counsel or legal counsel. And, and look, we're talking only about general topics of law, and we're, we're trying to make this fun and exciting and entertaining at the same time and maybe getting a little bit out of it, right? Uh, you can go to our social media sites, right? Uh, Radio Law Talk. At I just posted something on Instagram, and uh, follow and have your friends follow. Um, and if look, there's a situation where they're going to preempt us with something else. Go to RadioLawTalk.com and click on live. We're always here every Saturday, nine to noon Pacific time. So you can just go on the, our website if you're worried about finding a local radio station. Hey, and guess what? You can call your local radio station and ask for them to put us on. This hour, we're going to do a case or no case. We're going to talk about Musk being sued by who? We're going to take a very the Supreme Court case about um, um, abortion issue and the Roe v. Wade. That's about a four-hour discussion, and we're not going to get into that. But we want to discuss one thing starting now, and that is how did this leak happen? And has this happened before? Because I will be honest with you. I thought, wow, this is the first time I've heard of that. But Denise and I were talking. No, there's been – this has happened before. This is not the first time. We're going to tell it's you – It's not even the first time in our lifetime. Right. That's exactly right. But uh, we'll tell you the first time it did happen, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to talk about a judge now what is happening. And Denise uh, Dirks does family law. Now that there's a kid's vaccine, there's issues with parenting – with divorced uh, parents who gets has a say on whether the kid's vaccinated or not vaccinated if the parents don't agree. And then we're going to talk about the law eliminating Disney's special district, Kardashians, and Lori Vallow. See, they're going to seek the death penalty. And then whether or not Daybell, Daybell 
and Lori Vallow should or will be prosecuted together. And Todd Cutin, our former prosecutor with the DA's office in Tennessee and in California and a uh, done uh, public defender's office uh, with, with all that experience is going to talk about the pros and cons of that happening. But the reason we're here, Cal, is why? Why are we here? Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Well, I can take you to Texas. That's why. Geraldine Michelson was her boss's right-hand person at a huge Texas energy exploration company, and she was rewarded a comp- a, a, accordingly, made big money, a nice title and a great pay package, and she was highly efficient. The boss never missed a meeting, was never late. Everything that needed to be handled was, it was in perfect order, except one time there was a department head meeting. Mark Remlin, the head of drilling operations, said he needed to get a specific kind of drill bit as they were going into some very hard soil and rock combinations unusual for Texas. A Hughes tricone bit he wanted. Remlin said, I don't want refurb bits, uh, drill bits, because they fail more and time is money. Well, Geraldine was a little distracted by a text message when that discussion came by. It was about her cat. And she wrote down that they should get... (laughs) Well, you know, they had a cat sitter at home. And she wrote down that they should get refurbished drill bits. Right there in the official notes, that's what it says. The meeting ended. The assignments were handed out. The order was sent off to purchasing 10 Hughes Tricone bits at $8,900 each refurb. Geraldine was proud of herself. She said, well, I guess we saved about $6,000 per, per bit for that day. And when they came in, Mark Remland was furious, but he was also in a hurry. Time is money, you know. So he used the bits anyway, and as he said, they failed at about twice the regular fail rate. The exploration project was stalled. The company lost money every hour they were down. Mark quickly lost his job, had to lay off his entire crew. And cleaning out his desk, he found Geraldine's notes and said, she is why I got fired. She had bad communications within my company. I want my good-paying job back. She still has hers. I want to know if I can sue her for this egregious error. I want to know if I have a case or no case. Todd Cunin, what do you think? Oh, my gosh. What? It all comes down to drilling, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it does, yes, man. Yes, you got, got to well, drill to make money. And bits. And drills and bits and distractions from cats. <laughs> you know, if I had a dime for every time one of my clients was found guilty because my cat jumped up on the table. <laughs> you got distracted. Uh, I got distracted. Failed you know, to object. Cat, cats up there. Pardon me, Your Honor. I got to go change a litter box. Uh, <laughs> well, the cat may have sent the text. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> the judge looks back and says, yeah, whatever's in the litter box sounds about like your defense anyway. So, um, you know. I'm ching, go- ching, ping, <laughs> ping, uh, clap, whatever t- those t- all t- those t- stuff Tell you what say. here. That's this, anecdotal. This, this all sounds very, very interesting. And I'm certain that this may have actually happened, that somebody got drill bits refurbed instead of actual drill bits. Note it, it didn't make it into the plot of the movie Armageddon, but they were drilling on an asteroid. It's right there. So, what if they um, took a refurb and it failed? What e- exactly, that? yeah. We could have saved the world if she hadn't been listening to her cat. No case. Okay. No case. Fair enough. Denise, what do you say about the matter of refurbed versus new drill bits? Well, refurb, sometimes they are better. Sometimes they actually work fine. You save money, and they're better. But I could see how refurbished bits would not be better. Um, Kind of like refurbished tires are not always better. Recaps, right. right. Yeah. 
uh, but is it a case is really the question we're all looking for. And I have been consistently wrong, and I have said consistently no case. So I am going to say no case. <laughs> well, at least you're consistent. I'll give you that. And we'll find out if you're consistent. <laughs> you should on wait and listen to me because I get one point. I get one point every time. So, here we go. Okay, I'll go after you. Yeah, go after. So, uh, you know what? You're saying, okay, so you're saying that he sued saying that, now he sued the lady? Geraldine. Yes, Geraldine went after and Geraldine the company. directly and the company because I got laid off because she made the wrong purchase. Yeah, it cost me that. and yeah. my crew their jobs. Yeah. He was unhappy about that, obviously. Mm, poor Denise. I'm going to say it's a case and he loses. I'm going to go against you guys. Like, it just seems it's like a weird, that's a weird story, Cal. Just why would you make that up? I guess you could, but I'm gonna say it is a case, and he loses. And it's just, I think it's made up. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with that. How many? Do we have enough time to? Can you yeah. just oh, tell yeah. us? I can give tell, you the answer. Give yeah. me the answer. Oh, give, I, I want to hear about this one right now. All right, sure. Well, here's the thing. I was, <clears throat> pardon me. I was googling on the internet for drill bits for a project I'm in the middle of at the studio, and came across refurbished. Oil drilling bits, oil exploration bits. And I remembered that a friend of mine who used to play for the Denver Broncos, when he left the football world, he ended up selling those. So I reached out, and he said, they're just not as good. You don't want those. And it's not a case. I made the whole thing oh up. Oh, my gosh. I knew that. I just, I just <laughs> with what I, that's too, you guys caught up with me in one full I know. I didn't. But. but I'm saying as in two, I only got two. No, Todd is. No, but I'm saying I got two points this whole day. So for the day. For the day. Got it. And then you guys caught up in one full I feel feel like a drill bit. Nobody wants a refurbished husband. (laughs) (laughs) They fail all. The failure rate of a refurbished husband is through the roof. Todd, where where you really are wrong is you're not refurbished. (laughs) That could be be the problem. You're used and old, and there's no refurbishment going on. They didn't even put on new tread. They just, you know. uh, Pump me up and set me out on the road. Of course yeah. I blew. Yeah. We'll be back and talk about some other things that's more interesting than Todd's yeah. love uh, life. You better check your drill bits. Make sure they're not improperly refurbished. And Radio Law Talk will get ourselves refurbished here and take a quick break and come right back to continue the discussion. Don't go away. We'll be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh-huh. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. 
Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny and Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800-616-4529. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. Ever. Who told you that? It's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. So, Todd, why is Elon Musk being sued? Well, you know, Elon Musk can't win. He just can't win. Right now, he's being sued, what is it, primarily because... And will be testifying, too, maybe, huh? He's, he's being... It has to do with his buyout of Twitter and that he's looking for. Now, trying to get up to speed here, I, I know he, Elon Musk was previously being sued by Tesla, 
whether the shareholders of Tesla because of some inner working deal that they claim he had where he ended up buying some solar panel company and all it did was end up making Twitter a gajillion dollars. And But that suit for some reason is still going. And, and then he had to sell off a bunch of his Tesla stock so that he could buy Twitter with this proposed $44 billion thing. And, and my take on it is anybody that's suing Elon Musk right now because of his business dealings and stocks, why don't you just follow his lead? The guy seems to be have the Midas touch when it comes to making money. Instead of suing him, just sort of piggyback on him. But um, aside from that, the basis for the lawsuit, I'll, I'll punt back to you, Fred, about the nuts and bolts of it. But it has to do with his proposed purchase or purchase of Twitter for $44 billion. Uh, look, I, I'm not a corporate lawyer, and I read about it, and I understand. I, I see that it's it's. They're saying the shareholders say you can't you can't do it that quick. You know, there's other processes. That's all I know, and and it's just started. So I'm not gonna. Well, I, I just want to bring that up before we get into our other cases because look, I'm just check. Uh, look, check mark talked about it. Done. That's not one that I'm interested in. I mean, I mean, <laughs> if it's the shareholders of Twitter, yeah. Listen, he he proposed buying Twitter shares for, for what? a lot more for. Five. Uh, it, had, it was a, like a marijuana reference. That's why it had the four twenty in there for fifty four dollars right. and twenty cents a share, which was well above the market value of those shares. Who's complaining about that? You all made money, and you, and you don't have to sell. You can keep your shares at the extended value, and if they pin off of that and go up, you're going to do very well. And if yeah, they but don't, you guys are missing the most important point. What? what? He's going to take it private. So, yeah. so it's no longer going to be public. So that that's and that's fine. I mean, if he takes it private, that's fine. But share value is still going to be based upon right. the value of the company, and and he's going to take it private. But there's several who speculate that taking it private, even he has said this, is only temporary for a couple of years. At which point he would do a new IPO and take Twitter public again. And probably sell it for a lot of money. Probably. But this is a classic case of the big guys against the little guys. The big guys that own the, the Twitter um, uh, shareholders or stocks, they sold out to him, giving him the majority of the shares now, whereas the little, little guys didn't have that same opportunity. So I don't know. I think this is going to be fun to watch. Little guys don't care. They're just, they just want their money. Yeah, they're just no, thinking. No, they I'm do not, care. Yeah, no, I, well, we'll see what it is. Yeah, saying, that's who's suing is the little awesome. guys. Elon Musk apparently has allegedly said, I'm going to start charging three bucks a month for limited service. Oh, I'm really? going to up the advertising content. I mean, he's the good thing about this, if he's you're a shareholder, it, he's going to make money. He's already. going to monetize that bad boy. And Everything he make touches, money. Yeah. man, he makes yeah. money, that's for sure. Uh, Denise, let's talk about the, the, the Supreme Court look at, oh, we, all we see is, this is crazy. This leak. It's a leak. That's the never happens. Tell us the first one when it started. It was about 170 years ago. Almost exactly. Almost 170 years ago in 1852. Remember what that one was about, Denise? It, was, it was about a bridge. They were going to remove right. a bridge over the Ohio River between Peninsula, uh, Pennsylvania and Virginia. And this was a very important case because it that was between two states, and it's so much commerce was going over that bridge. And by removing that bridge, it was going to really impact interstate commerce. And that was leaked to the New York Tribune. That, that decision 
uh, was late to the Tribune. And it was pretty much um, uh, at the, in its heyday, it was a huge, huge deal that the U.S. Supreme Court had this leak and somebody that was inside that uh, of that very private institution. And they had gone out publicly and not just publicly, but to a newspaper. Right. right? But and did they do it just before the midterm election? No, but here's an interesting thing. No, but here, yeah, that's a good, good point. But yeah. here's an interesting thing. Well, yeah. and I see what Cal's trying to say. <laughs> Guess what? The, now, they never, the evidence is not there in history, but the speculation in history was who was the person that leaked it? 170 years ago? 170 years ago. It was. The justice did. Yeah, it was uh, Justice John McClain. Chief McClain's. Justice John McClain leaked it. They're claiming, again, there's, so wow. that's what they're thinking. One of the justices actually slid it out for I don't know political reasons or what, but uh, that's that's what's but, going on. But with the that interesting one. thing are the similarities. To be very yeah. candid with mm-hmm. you, because what was happened right after that when they said yes, you can tear down that bridge, um, Congress came in immediately and passed a law that denied the removal of the bridge. Right. Now, it ended up being of no consequence because the bridge was later blown down blown by, down, yeah. <laughs> by yeah. a storm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but what's the other one? So one was in 79, right? There's a, Now there's ones in 79 or 73, was it? I can't remember. Yeah, 79. Yeah, there was one that the Brethren reports somehow, something like that. I don't know. Do you guys know what that – But. But there was another one in 79. It was a leak. It was a leak. Well, that one was leaked. I leak. think it was a right. leak. Um, that was a book that was written. Right. That right. kind of like gave um, kind of a information Inside, about the backside yeah, the of back the court, the, right? Yeah. And it was by a law clerk who was um, a former clerk for Harry Blackman. And that was a pretty, you know, pretty big deal as well because it has always been so incredibly quiet. The Brethren, I think all yes. of us read that. Yeah. I think we all did because in law school, you know, that was one of those books that were like, you got to read this book. So the point is, no, it doesn't happen very often. It's very rare, but it has happened. And believe me, we'll be following this when the time comes. We're going to have to talk a little bit about it. But now we're going to talk about a judge deciding about vaccinations. Is that happening quite often? The answer is yes. And we're going to tell you why when we come back. And this is interesting stuff, and there's much more of it coming up right here on Radio Law Talk as you join us for the final half hour of today's show. We'll be back after the bottom of the hour break. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it we specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it we have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental vision and prescription drugs don't take a risk with your family's health insurance it's not worth it if you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance call right now and learn for free how to get it listen affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free 
phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940-800-670-0940-800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment This is Radio Law Talk. So during and after divorce proceedings, Denise, um, you know, the husband and wife, when they have children, usually let's, let's just throw this assumption out. They're 50-50 custody. Um, usually what happens is when there has to be medical decisions made for the children, say they're 9, 11, 10, whatever, um, they have to do it, generally speaking, has to be mutual, correct? Now with vaccinations coming out for children, this has become a little bit of a hot spot for, first of all, defense, I mean, I mean um, family law lawyers who are getting a number of cases off this where the husband and the wife don't agree on whether the children should be vaccinated. Usually it's in the context of divorce. Or after the divorce. And they yeah, both, yes. exactly. In the context, yeah, after a divorce and they have joint legal custody. Um, in fact, what happens is that the court has to listen to different experts and they have to listen to the parents first. Why or why not do you want the vaccination? Uh, why should your children have it? Why is it in their best interest? You have to talk about their safety, their welfare, their health. Um, you have to talk about um, the state and what are the laws in the state because that's going to be entirely relevant. Um, if, can they attend school if they're not vaccinated? I mean, there's a lot of different things that come up in this context. In fact, um, I even know of a matter where uh, one of the parents wanted to move to a, a state that was anti-vaccination to protect their children. One of their children had special needs, and they felt like they needed to be protected and not have the vaccination. Um, so all of these things are, are kind of looked at. And how does the court make that decision? I mean, these are really intimate decisions that the parents have to make, and they should be making together. But the reality is when they have a decision to make and they can't, make it together, then it is left to the court to make that decision. So there are, um, there are many. There's a lot of, lot of examples of this type of case because it happens every day, and it's happened a lot. This is something I think every family law practitioner um, in our area has experienced, this dispute between the parents on whether to vaccinate or not vaccinate, even whether to get vaccinated or not get vaccinated to protect your children. Those are all right. these type of issues. 
So there are experts on both sides of that equation, um, and it is unique to each case. It's a factual issue, and um, and the judges do make decisions like So this. there's the case in Pennsylvania where a husband and wife, they're kind of, what's interesting, they're farmers, and they're kind of um, organic-type farmers, and the husband and the wife got a divorce, and apparently it was a bitter divorce, and yet they kind of got together finally and were able to manage the children's welfare. And in fact, they made the houses similar. Uh, they're about 30 minutes away, so the kids had the same basic things. But the mother, this is the one that's interesting, was kind of an anti-vaxxer prior, um, and, and they're kind of, how do I want to say it, um, kind of organic and earthy people. And so they were not, they're anti-vaccination. And then she turned pro-vaccination. This is what the husband's arguing. And then the, the, the actually, um, she actually, you know, said, yes, that's the truth. But, and, and, and so what happens in cases like this, she, they weren't wealthy people, got a lawyer. He couldn't afford a lawyer. So he was improper. And so the, 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 I, what is happening, like Denise says, and what judges are, are, are having to do is they've just got to go with the experts. You know, what does the doctor say? Usually the pediatrician. Well, guess what? In this case, the pediatrician said, I'm not going to say. But it, it's, it was their more a holistic yeah, pediatrician. Not, not just yeah. the pediatrician, but the mediator refused to even right. make a recommendation. Right. I mean, this is not an easy decision. No, and it's difficult because, you know, in this case, the, the wife said that the, the daughter would just hated, just did not like her because what she was do, making her do, right? And the son was a little more for it, didn't care. But it 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 divides the it divides the families. Well, did you did you mention what the judge's decision was? Oh, I'm going to get to yeah. that. But go ahead. No, I mean judges' decisions vary widely on this issue. On this specific, yeah, no, case, we haven't though. gotten to that point yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah exactly. we're going to get to that. So what the? Go ahead, Denise. If you want to say what the judge decided. What's interesting? He he didn't he. Okay, I'm going to let Denise say what it was, but he didn't quote decide whether they should be vaccinated or not. The judge did not decide that. What did he say? He said, I'm going to let the mom decide. So he didn't say, I'm going to allow or have them vaccinated. His, I think it was a him. It was a him. I don't want to say. But the judge said, mm -hmm. I'm going to give the decision to the mom. Which so, is very that, interesting without saying they have to be vaccinated just said, oh, I'm going to let the mom make that Well, decision. what what they did, a lot of times when you have a dispute um, about medical or any kind of health-related dispute with a child, um, one parent may be the better parent at making the decision-making. So what he did was he granted the decision-making over this issue Only. to the mother. Right. Right. So Only COVID-19. Right, and this yes. is a very limited carve-out of joint legal custody. Right, but, what, but what's interesting, he didn't say... Yes, they can get, quote, vaccinated. He just said, uh, yeah, I'm going to let the mom make that decision. But you have to remember, too, that these parties were on opposite sides of the spectrum. And they flipped yes, midstream. That's exactly right. They actually flipped midstream. Isn't that weird? Go ahead, Todd. <laughs> it, it, I don't know all the reasons behind the flip midstream. It, it's hard not to hear a case like this and think, how is this not just a whatever you want, I want the opposite? You know, uh, cognitive dissonance. If we can't get along as in as a married couple, whatever you want, I'm going to be on the opposite side of the of the spectrum. Um, and she never listens to the show, but I'll give a shout out to my former spouse, 
We didn't have any of that animosity when we went through uh, ours. We, it was it was amicable, and we we agreed on everything. But, you just uh, said, "What have you say, dear?" Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was the last vestiges of the marriage. I, I had already been trained for nine years. To, oh, well, of course, you can have all that. Uh, but no, it was, and, and we still get along and do that. But this issue came up. And the reason I had asked is because, Fred, you, uh, about whether or not we had gone over the judge's decisions, because you mentioned the daughter's reaction. Right. And, and the reaction from the kids was that, see, the son is 11, the daughter's 9. Mm-hmm. And the son was very amenable because the mom said, I'm, I'm going to have you vaccinated. And the son was going to go along with it. The daughter just looked out the window and said, no, I'm not doing that. And and the mom's like, well, you know, sometimes parents have to make decisions for you that you don't like. And so I'm going to have you vaccinated. I suppose it's a discussion for another day about whether or not parents should be consulted about medical decisions that their kids face. And at what point in time the law says well, they're not do allowed at least to be consulted. The, at least the kids can have a say. I wonder. You're right. They're 9 and 11. They don't know a lot. But. You think you'd at least say, what do you want, Johnny? But they don't. They don't. Well, they don't yeah. Do you want to go play in the traffic, Johnny? No. Do you want to jump off the bridge like Johnny well, did? You know, Johnies aren't going to oh. do that. Well, don't you don't know at nine, honestly. Yeah, that's true. Eleven, though. And there are a lot of parents that aren't adults that simply say, I don't want to have to make an adult decision. I'm just going to let a kid make an adult decision. And that's as much a problem, in my opinion, as the other. Here's our point, our whole point in this, in bringing this up. This is a difficult decision. I feel sorry Absolutely. for judges. Yep. This is going to be a very difficult thing for judges to decide. Um, you know, I didn't know if the mother was back. The, the the father was against the vet, but he had been vaccinated. But um, but he said, you know, it was too young. And there's and the judge did allow evidence to come in of doctors that said that vaccination, sh- the kids shouldn't be vaccinated because of they just don't know yet the, what what the yeah. what, they they had statisticians that yeah, came in yeah. and also said well yeah. it, there's only been a thousand so children far. under the age of eighteen that have died of COVID related right, right. illness yeah, you know of, and they yeah. had all that stuff that showed the the statistics yeah. but also the Omicron kind of yeah. came up as a variant in the middle of this and 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 surprised I think this family and well I think what happened too was what his argument his name is Norm argued was the issue is. We don't know what's going to happen to my daughter 15 years from now, 20 years from now when she's trying to have children. We don't know if it affects them. Well, maybe, but the, we can't read you know, the future. But, but anyway, so my, my whole point and our point in Radio Law Talk, I'm bringing this up, these judges are going to have to be deciding a lot more of these, and it's going to be difficult for judges to do. So anyway, there we go. So what is the Disney Special District? Does anybody know? Well, I can explain what it is. Basically, basically... Disney, it's like they're, they're, it's almost like they have their own, you know, laws, right? They they govern themselves to some degree, right? Yes, absolutely. And we're going to talk about that governance and what is going on with DeSantos in Florida, and and how that may affect the people of Florida, mainly the people in the county where um, Disney World. People get mad. My friends that live in in Orlando get so mad at me when I say Disneyland. No, it's not. We're Disney World. Whatever. Right, Disney World. Well, it's a big difference. Have you been there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you difference. have to, like, travel by boat between some of the worlds. I know. That's exactly right. We'll be back, and we'll talk more about that. Kardashians and uh, the Vallow case. Wow. A lot of good stuff coming up here on Radio Law Talk for the last segment. Plus, quick takes are coming up as well. So you stay there, and Radio Law Talk will continue after this. 
advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny and Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800-616-4529. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quick, car wash. Uh-huh. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quick, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quick, car wash. They'll have you. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke, and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182-800-238-9182-800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 
behind-the-scenes stuff. Look, I, the Disney thing, this is not up my alley. I don't really get all the details of how this is going to affect this person, that person, this taxpayer, that taxpayer. Denise and Todd have explained it to me, so go ahead, explain it to me. So have you ever driven down a, a, a country road that spans between two different counties, and you're driving in one, and the road's really nice, and then as soon as you cross the county line, now that road is bumpy and it's terrible. It's because... The upkeep for that road comes out of the budgets from the respective counties. So maybe one county decided they were going to pave it nice. We'll, we'll apportion money to that because we have more taxpayers. We're a wealthier county. We can do that. But the other county that you go into doesn't have as much. They can't keep the roads up. They can't do that. And that's why they decided, oh, look, this road, we're not going to pave all the way up there. We'll put our money somewhere else. Here's where it applies to Disney. When Walt Disney first purchased 27,000 acres in Florida to build Disney World, the 27,000 acres spanned two different counties. And as they started building Disney World, they realized they had to deal with building codes from one county and the other county and what tax revenue was going to come up to build roads up to. And, and it's it was slow because it, it's too, yeah. it's too, it too big a project. A lot of red tape and convoluted. It was a nightmare. This is the mid-60s. So Disney essentially created their own city and got this special tax designation to where they only had one entity they had to go to for approval to take care of stuff for Disney World and the 27,000 acres. And right now, the bill sponsored by Governor DeSantis that's making its way through is to remove that special designation from Disney, which puts Disney in the position of now we have Disney World that spans two counties, and maybe we can get funding from one county and have to adhere to one because they have more money, and that side of Disney World is going to be good. But what if the other county doesn't give us the same – because they're still technically a city, but it spans two counties. What if we don't get the funds from the other county? Now half of our city, Disney World, is is going to be funded by a a wealthier county versus the other. We have to go to – if we're going to do an expansion project, we've got to go to the county for but what, sewer, what what it wasn't water. really thought yeah. out, yeah. in my opinion, was the fact that with the special status came special duties and obligations that were owed. Uh, Disney had to maintain the, the roads, the infrastructure. They had to help to maintain in the different counties the roads leading to Disney World and provide monies for that and to keep up those costs. And the costs are estimated to be approximately $2,000 per household in those different counties that those costs are going to be shoved onto individuals. And that's a big, huge burden for many people. So I don't know what's going to happen here. I, they passed it as law. I think that DeSantis already signed it. Yeah, yes. DeSantis has signed it, yes. So, you know, I, hopefully there's going to be some backtracking because I don't think this is good for everybody in Florida, especially the people that are in the Orlando area and right. surround Disney World. 
Yeah. Well, they're, they're complaining. Well, Disney's not paying their fair share. Like everyone complains about someone who's wealthier than they. Disney's not paying their fair share, whereas Disney is playing, p- paying police, fire, water, sewer, like we said, all this stuff. They're doing that. Exactly. But many people in those I counties. But this was brought about by politics, yep. and it was directed. This legislation right. was directed at one company, and I don't think it's going to be upheld on a constitutional basis. I I think it's too much of legislator focusing on one company and yeah, not maybe. the best of everything. So, I mean, it's going to get challenged one way or the other, right? right? Well, who makes the money, Denise, on this? The lawyers. The lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> darn straight. Okay. All right, darn straight. All right, let's talk about. I want to and jump. Fred's just sick about it. Yeah, I'm just sick about this. My dad told me to go to law school. I just so Kardashians win uh, against Block. China next. Anyway, uh, Vallow. Let's talk about Lori Vallow. So, yes, quick recap. Lori Vallow had two children in Arizona, followed a a cult-spewing doomsday author, followed him to to live close to him in Idaho. That guy's name was Chad Daybell. Shortly after she moved to Idaho, her kids disappeared. Nobody knew where they were. Shortly after that, Chad Daybell's wife died of what he claimed natural causes. Then they took off to Hawaii. They were extradited back to the state of Idaho after a long process. They're both facing murder charges for the deaths of the wife and the two kids. The determination was made recently, this last week, that the prosecutors, who had already decided to seek the death penalty against Daybill, are now seeking the death penalty against Lori Vallow. They're charged in the same indictment. It's going to be interesting moving forward because the defense is trying to get the trial bifurcated so that Vallow and Daybell are not tried before the same jury. And the prosecution is saying, no, 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 same, same transaction occurrence, same basic issues. This should be tried before the same jury. There are pros and cons, difficulties uh, up the wazoo if they try them together. Exactly. Um, the the biggest difficulty it comes to this idea of statements made by one co-defendant can they be brought in to show guilt over the hearsay exception against the other co-defendant and no they can't so that that's going to require if they have a lot of statements they're gonna, like let's say let's say Valo made incriminating statements about she and what she and Daybell did. Well, clearly those statements could come in against her as a defendant, but could they come in against him? Because as, as from his perspective, that's all hearsay. She's not testifying up there. She's not subject to cross-examination. So one of the ways they get around is they impanel two different juries at the same trial, sitting on different sides of the courtroom. One jury has to get up and leave when they bring the statements in about one person. And then the other jury has to get up and leave when they do it with the other. It's it's a nightmare in terms of logistics, but that's what's going to happen. Their trial is also had their venue changed, so they're not going to be in the county where the uh, murders allegedly occurred. Those are going to occur in a different county, about, I don't know, it's Ada County. Which county? Versus, versus Ada is where Boise is, and yes. Rexburg is, I believe, Jefferson County. So they're pushing so, it to Boise, Idaho? Yeah, opposite yes. sides of the state. Yes. Right? So so that's where it's going to be. The, the trial is going to be, and they'll, um, you know, just a lot what's, of stuff What's going better? On. Is it better for the defendants to be tried together, Todd, in your opinion? Je- I'm talking general, not just this one. Or is it better for them to be tried separately if you're a defendant? If I'm a defendant, I want them tried separately for this reason. 
And it's the same thing that we talked about with uh, oh, who's the fi- who's who was the prick my finger and, and learn all your ailments in my blood Theranos. It's much easier to blame the empty chair. So if I am representing somebody who's charged with murder and there's a co-defendant, and I'm Lori Vallow's attorney, my defense is going to be it was big bad Chad Daybell preying on this clearly mentally incapacitated individual who's, who can certainly sit for trial, but she took suggestion very well, and, and Daybell was the puppet master, and that bad guy, that bad guy. Well, you do that because there's the empty chair. He hasn't had his trial yet. He's not sitting there. It's harder to do that when both of them are sitting at the table. Now, Don, Dan Aykroyd and Donna Dixon have separated. They're not going to get divorced. They've been married for 40 years, and they have made a decision just to legally separate uh, but still remain married. And that's an option, folks. All right. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking up right now. Theranos. Remember, who was the guy that was being prosecuted? Bolwani. Bolwani. What happened to His him? His trial should be starting in about a month. Oh, I thought it already was starting. No, he was, he was tried second. Yeah. I know, but they haven't started that yet. All right, then I guess, I guess what we're going to do is we're going to hang out and do an important thing that everybody likes, and then we're going to see you next week. But go ahead. We're going to hear your quick I'll takes. Go. And uh, Fred, what's yours first? Hey, you know, I know, look. I know you can't sleep this week because Johnny Depp trial is is uh, a week taking a week off, but I promise you we'll find something else to talk about next week. I promise. <laughs> Mr. Kunin, what is your quick take? On Dasher, on Dancer, on Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid, and Donna Dixon. She's single again. <laughs> <laughs> and she's beauty. Um, my quick take is about Black China. The f- reason she lost against the Jenner Kardashians is um, a complete failure of evidence. Not only did she failed to prove that they had defamed her, but that she also failed to even prove her income or income loss. See you next week. Mm. All right. That's it. Thanks for being with us, folks. This has been Radio Law Talk. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills, don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 
That's 800-707-9709.